0: So, uh, I think you see a big difference when we, when we practice the metta. We see a big improvement and a, a good quality coming with our meditation. And uh, today I will be talking about the practice of metta together with the seven factors of enlightenment, the seven bhujanga. are sometimes missing so because i also have a story with the turtles and uh, the bojangga actually refers to uh, you no know, the enlightenment factors uh, the factors of awakening and also it is referring to a kind of deliverance and uh, the story, actually, is a Buddhist story, and it's related to bird. Uh, and they speak about uh, uh, the kind of, of deliverance that uh, a bird can have. But we can also make the parallel with the turtle, because the idea is that uh, first, you know, the, 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 when the egg is, is, is delivered, when the, eggs, when the egg comes out, right, the egg or the turtle is delivered... You know, the, the, there is the, the delivery, there is the deliverance from the mother. So now the egg is there. And then after that, then when the baby turtle comes out of the egg, then there is a second deliverance. And then after that, when the turtle is a little bit mature and then can walk and then also can swim in the ocean, then this is another type of deliverance. So the parallel here is with our practice. Normally, our mind is just wandering all around. We just uh, have no control on the mind, and the mind is kind of uh, always active without uh, being uh, stable at all. So when we practice meditation, we settle the mind on a meditation subject, especially like a, the meditation on the body or on the breath, or maybe on matter or something like this, and then the mind settles there, so this is the first deliverance that we start to experience. We are delivered from the uh, from the from the wandering mind from the instability of the mind. then after that, uh, when we start to uh, practice the vipassana, the inside meditation then there is another type of deliverance oh, and then we, de- we 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 get delivered from other types of uh of uh, definitions, and then the mind becomes more clear, and then also more detached, and definitely more uh, free. And then the fourth type of deliverance is that uh, when we are experiencing very deep liberation of uh, insight of uh, magapala and things like this. So it's progressive, but actually it's a kind of uh, of difference from one thing to the other thing. So it was related to birth, but actually we related to the turtles. So, you know, <coughs> in India, oh, uh, throughout history, everywhere, not only in India, but uh, in Europe also, the practice of metta, the practice of loving kindness was done by many schools there were many uh, you know teachers and then many people spiritual inquirers that were having metta as their practice so there is the story in the, you know in one of the of the nikāya and uh, uh, it's the story of uh, of someone that uh, came to a, to the monks, you know, to the Buddhist monks, so the guy was a wanderer, you know, a kind of ascetic. And then he said to the monks, you know, to the Buddhist monks, he said, friends, the ascetic Gotama teaches the Dhamma to his disciples thus, come, Bhikkhus, abandon the five hindrances, the corruption of the mind that weaken wisdom, and dwell pervading with the mind imbued with loving kindness." One quarter with a mind imbued with loving-kindness. Likewise, the second quarter, the third quarter, and the fourth quarter. Thus, above, below, across, and everywhere, and to all as to oneself, dwell pervading the entire world with a mind imbued with loving-kindness, vast, exalted, measureless, without hostility, Without ill will. We too, friends, teach the Dhamma to our disciple, thus. And then he says the same thing. You know, he just says that they the, the also practice the same thing. So, friends, what is here the distinction, the disparity, the difference between the ascetic Gotama and us, that is, regarding the one Dhamma teaching and the other? regarding the one manner of instruction, and the other. So then the monks were asked that, were not sure about it, and then they went to the Buddha, and then the Buddha told them the difference. Now, because is the liberation of the mind by loving kindness developed? What does it have as, as its destination, its culmination, its fruits, its final goal? Here, because a bhikkhu develops the enlightenment factor of mindfulness accompanied by loving kindness, the enlightenment factor of because here they just put dots, you know, so you have to do it by memory. So, uh, you know, with the mindfulness uh, enlightened factor, and then you have the investigating of the Dhamma enlightened factor, then... uh, Yes, the very, uh, it's just, uh, it is just, I, I was expecting to read it and then make it so easy for myself. Right, so I know them by heart, but it's just that it may be easier to find the uh, complete uh, English uh, text. Well, anyway, I will just uh, I will just uh, put the book aside because we know what we are talking about. Most of us, I think, one of that is enough. So uh, the practice, the mindfulness, the the sati the sambojanga. Then Dhamma Vichaya Sambhojanga, investigation of factor. Then Virya sambojanga, the in, uh, enlightenment factor of uh, energy, effort. Then Piti sambojanga, the enlightenment factor of joy. Then Pasadi Sambhojanga, the enlightenment factor of uh, tranquility. And after that, Samadhi Sambhojanga, the enlightenment factor of. Concentration. We will see about uh, maybe more precise definition uh, when we our expansion goes along, and then the last seventh uh, enlightenment factor, the enlightenment enlightenment factor of UPEC uh, of equanimity. Right. So this is how the text uh, explains. But uh, also, I forgot. You know, before the text also was saying that. Uh, Something important is that uh, they have to abandon the five hindrances, the corruptions of the mind that weakens with wisdom mm. before practicing the f- the, 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 the seven but before practicing the four brahmaawara, so this is important like uh, it's very difficult for us to practice uh, these four Brahmaviharas, uh, starting with the metta, if we have the definitions of the five hindrances. So we have to deal, we have to know, and then we have to kind of uh, clean the mind so that the mind is not affected by these five hindrances. Then after that, the practice becomes uh, very much uh, easier. So now we'll go in detail or... We'll, again, we will review these factors of enlightenment, but uh, first of all, also maybe we can just learn the principles that they are speaking about. What are the principles that are expressed in this sequence, in that system of the seven factors of enlightenment? So, uh, actually, it's something very uh, interesting and also very practical, And we will try to see where and how we can apply them in a very general manner. And uh, for that purpose, we will just uh, use uh, the simile or, you know, the parallel of uh, any type of work, any type of work we have to do, then that work can be connected with the seven factors of enlightenment. And uh, now we'll just uh, use uh, the the work of a a cook or the work that we find in the kitchen. So you may remember when you started to cook, you know, when you were young, maybe in your teenage, or maybe when you were uh, younger than that, or maybe older than that. And uh, and how how it went, right? So uh, for myself... I remember that uh, at some point I decided to learn about vegetarian food. So I picked up a book about Asian cooking, you know, Chinese and uh, Japanese things. And then I bought a big uh, knife and a board. And then I was chopping my own uh, vegetables and then cooking the whole thing. So uh, if we compare... Uh, and 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 then at some point uh, I went to uh, you know my parents we they invited us to a Japanese restaurant. And uh, there uh, we sat, you know, just the, you know how they they, they manage these places. Uh, you sit sometimes, and then you are you have the cooks the, the, the you know they chop and they cook in front of you, right? So. For us, you know, I went with my family, so it was very impressive to see uh, these cooks, like how they were taking the vegetables and then so fast and then so efficient without any doubt and then without any mistake, like just amazing. You could not even follow the knife. So it's a kind of virtuous kind of uh, cut, cutting of uh, of the vegetables. So it doesn't come like this. But also, when we get used to it, then it can be it can become very easy. It can become very easy. And uh, uh, yesterday, actually, you know, we uh, we were talking with some people, and then they were saying that here at the first refuge. Uh, the, the people who have the, the duty of cutting the vegetables, they have to put a glove uh, so that they don't cut uh, they not cut their fingers because uh, uh, it can easily happen if you, if you are not used to it. But uh, the staff they had the controversy, a controversy saying thinking that no, uh, uh, we should not use the gloves because it's just it's just something natural. And then no no no, and then the other people were saying no, you have to use the glove because. Uh, uh, because people can cut the, they can cut themselves. So finally they, they use the glove because you had many people who are just cutting their fingers when they when they use the vegetables. do we apply these the seven factors of enlightenment or these seven factors, actually, these principles when we are in a kitchen. Huh? You can be in a chemical laboratory or in your uh, office or anywhere or driving a car. How do we apply these seven factors of enlightenment? So, uh, with the factors, the, the first factor of sati, sati means presence. That means you are there, you are facing the situation, you are where Uh, your body is and also you are present to the situation. So there is a quality of presence to where you are. So if you have to work in a kitchen, then you are just there, and then you are with your surrounding, and then you are aware of the thing. Then for the second factor of enlightenment, Dhamma-vichaya, that means there is the aspect of investigation. So you are here, right? are in the now in the kitchen and then you have to ask yourself what is the work what do I have to do how should I do it so uh, you can think a little bit and then see what ingredients you have or what type of vegetable you have to uh, uh, to, to to be slicing and which uh, which methods and then which. To, which type of uh, things you you will be using, which type of knife you are going to use for cutting your vegetables. So there is a kind of investigation there. So when you know really well how to put your glove, if you need to put your glove, how to handle the knife, and then which type of vegetable you have to cut, and how much, and then which uh, size of the vegetable you have to cut, then what you do, you start to do your work. And then you put some effort into it, so you start to... To chop, you know, and then you chop and you chop and you chop. So the effort that we are giving to the work, no? like if you do a work that is meaningful to you, right? A work that is making sense, a work that you are understanding. So the effort you involve in that work brings some kind of joy. So at some point, You get very happy just by doing your work. This is your duty. You know why you do it. You know how to do it properly. And then you do it well with all your heart. So there is a joy there, the fourth fourth factor of enlightenment. And then when you are happy, when you are joyful with what you are doing, then You calm down, you calm down, and then you you still do your work, but there is more uh, composure. You are more tranquil, and then it's a little bit more easy. So you you become tranquil. Then when you are tranquil, when you are uh, easily doing your work, then the mind gets concentrated. You get uh, kind of very... Uh, much together with what you are doing. You, are, you really enjoy it and then you are calm and then your mind is not distracted. You really do your work very well. So this is a kind of uh, uh, samadhi, it's a kind of uh, unification or a kind of harmony that you have actually with the work that you are doing. And then when there is that harmony in your work, then You calm down, and then there is not much effort that needs to be done, and then everything goes so easily, and then you don't worry, and uh, uh, everything is fine. So at the end, you get so much balance uh, that uh, the work is done easily. So in the end, Upekka. equanimity is settled there. So it's just a natural process that leads to to more refined uh, states of mind. But also we can see that uh, we have some difference with the with uh, the the things that we have to cut so at the beginning we can we we can start with uh, uh, vegetables that are easily to easily to cut like uh, tomatoes oh, so you start with one tomato and then it's easy to cut then another tomato and then like this with every tomato there is that progression of uh, presence you are mindful then you know how to do it you do it you are joyful after that you are calm you get concentrated and then after that you are just uh, uh, fully balanced fully harmonious with uh, the work that you are doing so after the tomatoes maybe you do cucumber, cucumber a bit more difficult and then after that maybe you do the carrots which are a bit harder and then at the end you deal with uh, the vegetables that are harder to uh, to cut like the pumpkins or the winter squash, or you know, radish—not the radish, but uh, anyway, you know about it. Huh? You have things that are quite uh, challenging for uh, cutting uh, when you are I- involved with uh, with knives in, in the kitchen. So here, I use the you know the uh, comparison with these different types of vegetables just to come back to the practice of meta when we do it systemat- systematically, like. A, a with the four uh, class of beings, so we start with uh, uh, benevol uh, you know a benefactor or somebody who is a good friend for us, uh, somebody who has helped us or who is helping us and uh, so then this is very easy. We just keep it to mind uh, so we have the presence of mind with in re- in re- remembering that person and then we the more we do it, the more like we, we we need to put a kind of effort, right? We can Just put a, an effort to to bring back the emotion, and then maybe bring back uh, the image to the mind. So after sometimes, when uh, the effort is not so much necessary, then pity starts to arise. This is what happens in our meditation. And then when the you know the joy has arisen, then the more you do it, then you calm down, and then at, at some point you get. Uh, concentrated, very good, very very well concentrated. You you can you can keep that, that same person, the the image or the, the, the felt presence of the person. You can keep it in your mind for a long time. And then after that, lastly, then you are so well. All these factors are so much uh, balanced, so much together that the mind is completely balanced with the factor of upekka. Then, with the second category, like maybe yourself, but uh, we will say uh, like a, a neutral person, no? you do the same thing, so then it's also again it's easy to to put in your mind, and then after that, at the end, you are dealing with the difficult people, the difficult uh, the, the people with whom you have uh, difficulties or they are difficult to handle so uh, so like this, you just you know you just use one person and then. You just go on with that, and then you, you change for another person, and then you just go on with this. And then at some point, you are able to do the whole uh, group of the four categories without any problem. This is called uh, breaking down the boundaries. And so any uh, being can come to your mind very easily, and then you don't get disturbed. You don't get on balance and uh, you can get concentrated uh, very easily at some point also. Like, this is the method. It's a systematic method that is uh, just a technique. So if it is uh, good for you, if you like to do like this, like one person and then another person and then with these categories, it is good because in this way, you are able to see and then to check your state of mind in regard to all types of beings, but also at some point it can just come naturally, and uh, you feel that love, you feel that matter, you feel that caring towards all beings, so at that time then you can just uh, have as your object all beings, and then all beings, uh, you know, maybe in the directions, you know, like in front of you, or in the back, or in the side, or in the up, or or... or, or, or uh, down all beings in general you just send your meta and then in this way all beings are just uh, encompassed with uh, this mind of uh, loving kindness and then the same stage also is happening at the beginning it may be a little bit difficult but the quality of presence that you have in relation to your meditation subject brings you also the discernment, the discrimination or the wisdom as to how to proceed. So when you know how to proceed, are you, uh, how to balance your faculties and all of that, then the joy comes very easily and then you get calm and after that you get, uh, you get quite concentrated and then at the end you get really equanimous really balanced, and then at that time you don't need, you don't need even effort, you are just uh, naturally in samadhi, you are just naturally so balanced and clear. So again, you know, just uh, to repeat again these uh, seven factors of enlightenment, actually they are called uh, factors of enlightenment uh, simply because uh, bodhi means awaken. It means understanding. It means also uh, wisdom. Everything that is connected with awakening is bodhi. You awaken to something. And here, the awakening that is happening is in relation to the Four Noble Truths. So you awakening to facts of life, to the fact of uh, the dynamic of happiness and suffering and unsatisfaction and all of that, that are described in the Four Noble Truths. So uh, they are related to that. So you awaken to that. And Bodhi, uh, Buddha, buddha So... Uh, and then anger is refers to uh, to the factors themselves. It refers to uh, aggregates of uh, components. Also, we have body anger, bodhanga, and then uh, some bodhanga. So the sum also is related to to the same thing. Some bodhi So. The first one, again, I will repeat them, you know, the sati, the quality of mindfulness can refer also to the satipatthana or the faculty of sati, satindriya. It can refer also to the strength, the power of sati. And uh, also it can, it can refer to sati that we find in the Eightfold noble Path. Then the Vichaya, the second one, refers to panya. It refers also to the uh, the 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 of uh, the the uh, that means uh, investigation and also the 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 power of uh, of wisdom and also it refers to Samadity right view and Panya uh, also you know, as different grades. So we have uh, different panya. Also, it refers to perspective. It refers to view. It refers to understanding. Oh, you see things that you are contemplating. Oh. so we have different levels to to, to it, and uh, and then we see also that uh, at the beginning that aspect of panya, that aspect of discrimination, is enable us to make the distinction with. What is beneficial and then what is not beneficial? Actually, what brings happiness and then what doesn't bring happiness? So this is just very simple. Huh? So the possibility to see the consequences of actions, the consequences of, uh, of uh, the dynamic of movement in life, this is the aspect of uh, Panya, this is just the beginning. And then it can go deeper than that. And then that aspect of uh, understanding can inquire into reality in a much deeper sense. So uh, after some time, the the, the investigation comes to investigate uh, the reality of life, the reality of this uh, body and mind, and then we we understand deeper aspects of uh, the reality. And In, 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 in uh, other levels, like uh, when we get the vipassana or the insight uh, practices, the vipassana knowledge. So the, 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 then the virya sambhujanga, huh, the energy, can refer also to the four right efforts, or you know, the faculty of uh, effort, and then also the samavayama sama that we find in the Eightfold Noble Path. And then for the joy, the pity, then all kinds of joy that we get from the meditation, from doing good things, from having a positive mind, this is the joy that can arise. But also, these joys have different levels depending on the depth of, uh, of uh, our state of mind. And then the same thing with Pasadi, the calm and the tranquility, we have the tranquility of the body and also the tranquility of the mind. So when the mind is tranquil, then also the body is also very tranquil. So uh, we see, you know, you see that uh, when we practice the meditation, then the mind calms down, the mind becomes very uh, cool, and then we see also the effect of that cool mind on the body. And then for the samadhi, then samadhi uh, refers actually to the quality of the mind. So it comes, you know, the etymology is samadhana and then sam is from saman or samma. And saman is evenly, samma is rightly. So we could say that samadhi is actually uh, a kind of uh, harmonization, a kind of working together. So there is a type of together, toge- togetherness of the qualities of the mind within themselves, together with the object that it is contemplating. Just like uh, uh, if you if you see, you know, the these uh, orchestra, you know, the music or orchestra. So when the chief is is uh, beating. The, the music, all the musicians follow the beat and then there is so much harmony, so the same thing with our mind. When the mind is very well balanced, then uh, it, there is a kind of unity, there is a kind of togetherness within the mind and also a kind of uh, uh, unity or togetherness also with the object of contemplation. So the samadhi also can be a various type of samadhi. Like we have the samadhi of samatha, like uh, when we when we practice samatha meditation, then uh, we can have uh, preparatory, preparatory like parikamma samadhi, upachara samadhi, appana samadhi. That means preparatory concentration. Then upachara is the neighbor, neighboring concentration, and then full kind of. Uh, uh, concentration uh, for kind of samadhi jhana and then also uh, the practice of vipassana can also brings, uh, bring us uh, very deep aspects of samadhi and the, the, the definition that is given for the samadhi of vipassana we, we can have the sunyata samadhi that means uh, samadhi that is based uh, on emptiness or animita samadhi a kind of samadhi that, uh, that doesn't have signs as its base, or somebody a type of samadhi where there is a complete letting go, there is no desire at all. And then the upeka is the same thing. We have many uh, uh, types of upeka, and then you have the upeka of uh, the samatha meditation, and then the upeka, all kinds of of, uh, of upeka, the upeka also that we get uh, when we are practicing uh, the insight. Meditation. So, when these seven factors of enlightenment comes together, so now it's just, you know, maybe uh, it's not very clear, right? But what we have to understand is that we are talking about something very practical. So, we are in a place, we need to work, we, need some, we have something to do, wherever we are, we need to be there and to ask ourselves, what is my job now? What do I have I to do? So fr- starting from there, then everything is coming to the, So when you know where you are, when you know what you do, when you know how to do it, why you do it, then there is joy, and then eventually, you know, these seven factors of enlightenment are there, and then there is a deep pleasure, a deep a uh, kind of satisfaction that is coming just because you do your work properly Now I'd like to maybe to make a relationship with the type of meditation we have, huh? because uh, these seven factors can be applied with all kinds of meditation. So uh, to make a distinction with uh, uh, our practice in relation to the object, then we will see another text. Huh? And uh, the text is the story of uh, a monk, huh? and then that monk... Uh, his practice was not so good, and then at some point he went to see the Buddha, and he says, "No, please, sir, you give me a meditation subject so that I can practice by myself and do, uh, you know, the work that needs to be done." So the Buddha actually scolded him a little bit because uh, I don't know the reason exactly, but uh, the Buddha said, "Well, you know, when the dhamma is explained, uh, some people think that uh, or they, they only think to follow him." So. He wanted to just to, 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 to bring a sense of uh, urgency or a sense of independence to the, to, the, to the person, to that monk, so that he uh, works uh, a bit more uh, properly. And uh, nevertheless, he gave that monk some instructions. And then the instructions that he gave to him is that in that case, biku. Huh? If you want my instructions, then you should train yourself thus. My mind will be firm and well settled internally. Arisen bad, unwholesome states will not obsess my mind. Thus, shall you train yourself. When, bhikkhu, your mind is firm and well settled internally, and arisen and bad, unwholesome states do not obsess your mind, then you shall train yourself thus. I will cultivate and develop the liberation of the mind by loving-kindness, make it a vehicle and basis, carry it out, consolidate it, and properly undertake it. Thus, should you train yourself. When this concentration has been developed and cultivated by you in this way, then you should develop this concentration with initial application and sustained application. Here the term could be explained a little bit more, but I will uh, pass it. And then it refers to Vitaka, uh, are some of the jhana factors. So then he says, then you should develop this concentration with initial application of the mind and sustained application of the mind. Then you should develop it without uh, without initial application, but uh, with sustained application of the mind only. After that, you should develop it without initial application of the mind, and then also without a sustained application of the mind. That means without, without each other. And then you should develop it with rapture, with pity. You should develop it. Another one. You should develop it without rapture. You should develop it accompanied by comfort, and you should develop it accompanied by equanimity. So here also, for some of you who are interested with the different explanations of the jhana, here the factors not like a little bit like the abhidhamma. Here we have five jhanas. Huh? So every factor is abandoned uh, progressively, and according to the factors that are abandoned when someone is progressing, then this is a different jhana. So we can say with this text that uh, uh, five jhana. Uh, uh, five jhana category uh, is also uh, found in in the text, but uh, uh, it doesn't end here. So this is just a detail. Then you go with uh, other types of Brahmaviyara, like uh, uh, compassion, and then altruistic joy, Mudita, and then the mind uh, of equanimity, Upekka. So these four Brahmaviyara with this practice, you can develop these five types of jhana, or if you like, also whatever uh, category, whatever classification you are using, you can also use the, 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 the four types of jhana. Uh, if at all you are interested in that. Huh? If at all you are interested in that. It's not that essential for you to develop all these jhanas. But, but at least you ca- we, we can know that the practice of metta has the potential. To lead us to, uh, to the to the jhana, right? And uh, the text tells us also that uh, it goes on, right? And uh, it says, uh, when bhikkhu, this concentration has been developed and well developed by you in this way, then you shall train yourself thus. I will dwell contemplating the body in the body, ardent, completely clearly comprehending, mindful, having removed longing and dejection in regard to the world. Thus should you train yourself. So here, uh, after the person has been practicing the jhanas with, uh, with metta, oh, or with also the other brahma then the switch is done to the four satipatthana, that uh, you know, or eventually we, 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 we could go into more detail about that practice. But uh, what the, the practice refers, it refers to uh, insight meditation, but also, I use the text just to uh, just to point out that the way we look at the objects of our meditation, then the meditation can uh, can take a different uh, taste. It can take also a different uh, scope or a different uh, kind of uh, uh, technical explanation, and. Uh, The technical explanation that I like to introduce here is that uh, between object meditation and process meditation. Now it's not going to be complicated. Uh, uh, There will be another chart, and then all these charts, if you like them, it will be available. So we have five charts, and uh, if you like to have a copy for yourself, and then just look at it. Uh, you know, and then uh, see if it makes any sense to you. Then you can have you you can have a copy. But uh, uh, what is pointed here in this last chart is that uh, we have some meditation who are dealing just with concepts. Huh? They are dealing with objects, and then we have some types of meditation like insight meditation is dealing just with a process. So this is different. This is very different. So when we practice, for example, on the breath, if you like, uh, so if, you li- if, if your meditation is the breath. Huh? Now we spoke about the meditation with the Brahma Vyara. So with the Brahma Vyara the objects are beings, so we see you know, these, be- these, these beings you know, and then these categories, these categories of beings, so our mind goes there and then we use these objects, let's call them objects, to strengthen the quality of our mind. But these objects, like a being, You know, a turtle or a bird or a person or Louis or or Mary or John. All these are just concepts. We are concepts somehow. So this is still in the field of uh, conventional reality. You know, just in the field of uh, uh, convention. But ultimately, if we look at what a being is, it is just an assemblage of energy, it is just an assemblage of force and it is just physical and mental energy, just mind and body that are just a flux of elements. So when we are looking at the objects by way of elements, (coughs) by way of energies and forces then we just see these objects as energy, we just see these objects as the process, so this is where the mind is switching to the vipassana and this is the you know this is the uh, the last stage or you know the advanced sta- uh, advanced stage of the meditation when the mind is very clear, then the mind can go deep, deeply in reality and then see uh, reality a little bit different so uh, explanations are given on the on that on that uh, sheet and then you can look at it. <coughs> You know uh, now I don't explain it so much, but uh, you can look at it and Friday, if you have any questions or regarding anything, we can discuss about it mm-hmm. so we will uh, i think we can uh, we can finish uh, we can finish here. So this was, the, this was the conclusion, is that when we are practicing the, 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 the practice of metta, then it has to be combined with these seven factors of enlightenment, and then these seven factors of enlightenment will evolve, and then they will mature over time. So whichever way you have understood them, try to remember you know, the progression of, uh, of these factors, and then just to see how you are using your object of meditation in regard to that, how the way that uh, you look at the object of your meditation, the way that you see uh, the objects that come to your mind, also will influence the level of uh, of uh, wisdom, the level also of uh, understanding that comes to your practice. So now we we really we can finish, and uh, maybe just have a few minutes in silence. Thank you.